What's the tea, y'all? It's Maurice. It's time for another episode of Category Is. As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Sorry for yet another impromptu hiatus, but I'm back now. Had to come back. <laughs> that mortgage is coming up. So got to pay them bills, honey. Got to keep these lights on. I'll get into the reasons for the impromptu hiatus in a little bit. But first, get you a cocktail. So the past few weeks, I've been on a detox of sorts. <laughs> so today I'm not having a cocktail. I'm having an Olipop prebiotic soda. If you have seen them on social media, they're like this kind of uh, healthier alternative of sodas. So it has like um, prebiotics, it has fiber (laughs) in it. Uh, No, well, low sugar, I should say. Um, And it's supposed to like, I guess, support your digestive health, you know, gluten-free, which I didn't think gluten was a problem in sodas and it's vegan which girl okay i thought all sodas were vegan anyway but i mean you got to market the way you know how to market so this one is the grape flavor it's called classic grape it's supposed to give you like that (laughs) what is it fanta um kind of vibe but they have a very unique taste i should say so they have i'm drinking the classic grape they have the orange squeeze they have a root beer flavor and then they have one called vintage cola so it's supposed to give you that kind of old school regular coca-cola flavor but to me they have like a almost like vinegary taste to them so they're not like that first sip you're gonna be like ooh, but like the more you drink it the more i guess you get used to it and it doesn't bother you as much i mean it's still there but it doesn't bother you as much um as you get into it but they're at whole foods if you shop there they also have like some knockoff ones <laughs> and the knockoff ones actually taste a bit better than this olipop so a bit expensive too they're like 250 a can if you don't get them on sale right now they're on sale for like two dollars i think so yeah i'm detoxing so i've not had any alcohol for the past few weeks and yeah it's Kind of a delayed dry January, I guess, which is always kind of, you know, it's kind of corny, (laughs) but doing this detox is, you know, just about cleansing and eating healthy and being more mindful about what you consume and like your, your body and things like that. So I have about two more weeks to go. Um, The first week was a bit rough because, you know, you kind of get like, I guess, withdrawal headaches because I'm, it's like no caffeine no alcohol, then, you know, kind of, I guess, less of a food calorie intake. And it's just like an adjustment. So then like the second week is a little bit better. And I'm like, kind of like towards the, I guess, third week. So I should be fine. So a couple more weeks um, and then I'll be good to go. So let's just hop right into the category for this week. I only have one because it's, um, it's been <laughs> quite the week. And then we'll kind of go into uh realness uh, section a little bit later in the show so only category for this week is the senate confirmation hearings for supreme court justice nominee judge katanji 
Brown Jackson. She will be the well, she is the first black woman to be nominated for the Supreme Court. She's got <laughs> replacing Justice Stephen Breyer, who I think was Miss Judge is a lady, honey. Because did y'all see the State of the Union address when <laughs> he got that shout out from from President Biden? And honey, Justice Breyer had him a little moment, <laughs> like queening out in front of the cameras with that graduation robe on. But I mean, tense for you, Justice Breyer. So Katanji Brown Jackson. I'm not going to run down her full resume because if you know you've been following the news for the past couple of weeks since the announcement, then you should be fully aware of her resume. But, you know, she's born in D.C., raised in Miami, Florida. So I wonder if she know Trick Daddy and Trina. But she is Harvard educated, both undergrad and for law school. She was a judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for D.C. She was um, vice chair of the U.S. Sentencing Commission. She was a public defender. She clerked for Justice Breyer, who she is going to be hopefully replacing. And Mama has the resume. She got the skills to get it done. And I don't know about y'all, but the I haven't watched the, well, I watched like 20 minutes of it, of the um, the nomination hearings. And for me, I stayed away. From, like I could only handle about 20 minutes of it. And I turned it off because it was just too much for me. Like even before the whole backstory is so like when Justice Breyer announced that he was retiring. President Biden, you know, he had long said that he would nominate a black woman for Supreme Court justice if the opportunity arose during the course of his presidency. And he caught a lot of flack for it because, you know, the Republicans doing what they're doing, talking about, you know, Biden is racist and not making, um, looking at people for their qualifications and only about race. And it just, they were already starting what they were going to start. So you already knew what it was going to be. They were talking about, they want to see her LSAT scores and want to see this and how can she be qualified? And it just brings back every situation where we as black people have to work twice as hard for half as much. It just kind of took away from the moment for me, I think for a lot of people as well, because it's like we couldn't even enjoy it because, you know, we should be having this celebratory moment like, oh, you know, we're getting recognized. We're doing good, you know, getting access to these places where we just haven't had access before. And I don't think people were as excited back when Clarence Thomas was nominated to to be a Supreme Court justice and Bay be his wife. Ooh, girl. She a mess too, but um, yeah, I don't think people were as excited about Clarence Thomas, especially because of the Anita Hill stuff. And then Clarence Thomas is Clarence Thomas, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. But KBJ felt like feels like a breath of fresh air, you know, this stodgy, overwhelmingly white organization that is really dictating laws that are going to affect a lot of people and. She seems like she is for the people. And so I'm sure you've seen the graphics where they kind of put up her qualifications next to the current Supreme Court justices' qualifications, and nobody can touch mama. Like, record is impeccable. Resume is flawless. And yet they want to sit up here and, I guess, nitpick about all this shit that doesn't even matter. So she better than me because I could not sit up there and let them 
talk about me any kind of way. Actually, I could. Actually, I could because they were just up there trying to have their moments because some of these senators like Josh Hawley of, is it Josh? Senator Hawley from Missouri, Ted Cruz from Texas, <laughs> Texas, and the Lady G of South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. They were trying to have their moment. I know Hawley and Ted Cruz are potentially you know, trying to boost their image for a potential presidential run, or they just have further political aspirations than they, in the words of Dee Dee, you're trying to have a moment and I'm not going to give it to you because they were having all kinds of hissy fits and conniption fits and finding these minuscule, minute things, I guess, in her record. And they were trying to, just making them out to be something that they were not. Like Ted Cruz was talking about critical race theory and saying that the school that Judge Jackson is um, on the board of is teaching kids to be racist. And he pulls out all these books. He had these poster boards. Come to find out the school that his daughters go to also have like a critical race theory um, curriculum. So it's like, girl, like, what are you even talking about? Like, you're not making any kind of sense. And then some photographers caught him checking his Instagram mentions or his Twitter mentions um, after he had, you know, had these hissy fits. So if they would have asked me what's on the curriculum at my kid's school, I'd be like, girl, I don't know. I don't work there. And she even said in one of her responses, she's like, I don't know nothing about that. But what I do is I'm a judge. I interpret the law. And I was like, yes, ma'am, honey. They were fucking with the wrong one this week because a woman, a black woman, a mother who is about that life. <laughs> like, mama's from Miami, honey. Like, she is not the one. So she was giving her long pauses. She was giving, you know, that face that the mamas give. And she was over it. She's like, listen, just vote on me so I can get up out of here. And let's face it, mama is likely to get confirmed unless something ridiculous happens in like the next day or so. I don't know when they're voting on it, but being nominated to the Supreme Court is not about qualifications anymore. It's all about who got the votes. And right now, the Democrats have the votes. It will likely be a 50-50 split, even though she was one of the few um, judges who does have like kind of bipartisan support because even though lady g had that hissy fit the other day he actually voted for her to be nominated to the um u.s court of appeals so that's another reason i'm like girl didn't you vote for me already like <laughs> calm down lady g but yeah it's all about who got the votes now and it's 50 50 split so vice president kamala will have to come in and probably do a tiebreaker but it'll be 51 to 50 at the worst, you know, so she'll still get confirmed and we can all move on about our business. I thought the tide was going to kind of turn against her once the internet found out that she has a white husband, but that appeared to not, um, not happen. So, so tends for Judge Jackson because in her personal, one of her personal statements, I think it was after Cory Booker had him a moment, he was getting emotional. I think he's still in his feelings about that breakup <laughs> with Rosario. <laughs> But he had the most positive things to say about her nomination. So in um, in her personal statement, Judge Jackson was saying how, you know, she was always questioning 
um, especially her time at Harvard when she was an undergrad saying that, you know, could she exist in these predominantly white spaces and could, you know, she be strong enough to make it and thrive, not just exist in a space, but, you know, thrive. And so she said that she was walking on campus one day and a black woman passed her. And, and I guess she could tell, you know, she was going through it. And the black lady leans in and just says, persevere. And, you know, that is what we have to do sometimes, especially when we are qualified for a job or when we're qualified for something. And some one tries to tear down our accomplishments and try to make us feel like we don't deserve to be there. And sometimes you just have to sit through it and let them have their moment and let your qualifications speak for themselves. Because we've been through it in the boardroom, in the classroom, and it's frustrating and it's annoying. And, you know, we just have to, and it's belittling to sit there, have to sit there while, while someone, you know, basically says, you're not worthy to be here. Or why do you think you can, you know, come into this space? Like, girl, bye. Very, very soon, we will be having, hopefully, the very first Black woman on the Supreme Court of the United States. So I'm rooting for her. I can't wait to see KBJ everywhere the way RBG was. So tens, tens, tens for Supreme Court Justice nominee Katanji Brown Jackson. So let's move into the realness section of this week's episode. So... This is a topic that I've kind of been hesitating talking about, but, you know, I think it's appropriate in that it'll explain a lot of things. So I previously made like a brief mention that my in-laws moved in unexpectedly it's a while back and they're still here. So that's part of the reason why I haven't been getting behind the microphone as much as I would like to for a lot of different reasons. One of them being, you know, how I am about my space. <laughs> I like, you know, to have my space and my peace and my quiet and kind of gives me the opportunity to do what I want to do when I want to do it. But when there are other people in your space, you kind of um, have to make adjustments. <laughs> and a lot of the times when I have recorded episodes, there's just been numerous things going on in the background. It didn't sound as polished as I like. And I'm kind of like Mariah Carey in that my standard is perfection and I like to have, you know, things be a certain way. So when I'm listening back to the to the episodes when I'm editing them and I'm just like, oh, okay, well. And then it's like, well, do I go back and re-record? And then do I do this and do other things? So it's just been a struggle. <laughs> so um to put it lightly, but I mean that's that's it is what it, that's the reality of the situation. And so I was talking to one of my um, good, good girlfriends, <laughs> a good, good Judy. Uh, and he was telling me, you know what, just do it, you know, just put it out there and everything can't be the way that we expect it to be. And, you know, imperfections are what people kind of appreciate. It makes you more real, relatable, um, and able to like connect to the person. So you know, that was the one thing that was going on. And then also it's just been, you know, a bit affecting my energy <laughs> because again, I like my space. And if anyone out there has had their in-laws or like, you know, people <laughs> kind of encroach on their space. I mean, it's 
it's a struggle, especially for me. So that's one thing that, that I've been dealing with and it's trying to be PC if you cannot tell. Um, but you know, it's just not, it's just not it. (laughs) So I'm trying y'all. I am trying, but you know, as we go forward and, you know, I'm adjusting to certain things. I'm, and like I said, you know, I, I do have some episodes that are already recorded and, you know, they're not as polished or as, you know, the way I like them, but they are what they are and they're real. And that's what I like to be. <laughs> that's what, one thing I like about um, doing the podcast is that it lets me, you know, be able to connect with people and, you know, let people know what's going on in my life. And that's one thing that has been going on that I'm kind of shied away from talking about, but I know a lot of other people are kind of going through it as well. So write in if you, if you want, uh, categoriespod at gmail.com. Tell me some of your in-law stories and we can have some therapy <laughs> together. So I'm making this promise to you that, and to myself that, you know, going forward, like no matter what's going on, I'll still make the effort, put in the time and the energy to come at y'all every week, like I used to. And I really do appreciate you sticking with me for these past, now we're in the fourth season, and it really is that connection that I have with, with all of the listeners that, you know, really does keep me doing this each and every week. Well, <laughs> not every week, because we, we are coming off of a couple of hiatuses, but, you know, we're going to be like Abbott Elementary and just come back <laughs> when we get back. So that's about it for this week's episode. Go out and enjoy the nice weather. It's a beautiful day here in Philadelphia. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe. And you can catch me on Monday on Salad and Fries, which is my friend Centron's uh, YouTube show. Um, I'll put a link down in the description where you can catch that. It's going to be a live stream Monday night at 7 o'clock. And it'll live on YouTube if you, um, if you miss it. It'll also be on Facebook Live as well. So until next time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you when I see you. (laughs) All right, bye. for joining me for another week i really hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you did please be sure to like rate and review the show wherever you're listening to category is right now category is podcast is recorded in philadelphia the show is hosted edited mixed and produced by me maurice smith 